Hello everyone, this is Thomas and Christine Erdos. And you're listening to Love's Fire. Hey everyone. Wow, it... I don't even know what, which... which. It's episode 10, if that's what you're wondering. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> which, which... <laughs> this is incredible for everyone that's been following along. I mean, yeah, we've, we've never done anything like quite like this to be consistently recording and doing it together. And we're so thankful for you guys that have been following along. We hope this has been blessing you. And um, yeah, it's just a privilege for us to be able to do this. And we're thankful to God, thankful to our listeners and our watchers. And yeah, we bless all you guys. So last week we talked about, we gave a little teaser about um, a story that uh, really impacted both Thomas and I, and in more ways than one, <laughs> he, like getting married. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's a big impact for sure. <laughs> so, so basically, wow, it's kind of hard to tell this story without giving a little background. Okay. So basically, Thomas and I, we haven't like told our full story on here yet, and I'm not sure if we will, but I can at least give y'all a little bit, and so. Thomas and I, we had briefly met once before at a taco shop in back in 2017. Great things happen at taco shops. Yes, yes. Let's taco about it. Let us pray. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> so, anywho, we had met at this t- coffee sh- No, no, no. Not coffee shop. Taco shop. And we barely talked. And then six months later, we see each other at something called A Power in Love, which I believe we've mentioned before on here. But so. yeah, so we met, so we saw each other again at A Power in Love, had awesome time, went on an outreach together, saw a lady get out of a wheelchair, and yes, Jesus. it was incredible. I believe we shared that testimony on here as well. No, I don't think we have. Hmm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well okay anywho anyway. we pray with this lady and it was incredible she gets up goes checks out like how she's doing and she comes back and i'm like really not telling it the way we normally do but like basically she comes you can how well, about you do go okay ahead. well go. i mean this is relevant to what we're talking sure. about we're talking yes. about boldness here yes and uh so this is relevant so yeah. basically we get into a walmart and uh, I'm with uh, Christine and a friend, uh, Elena, and where, which neither of them I, I hardly know. I mean, I, like we said, I hardly, we met once before with yeah. Christine. And then, uh, and then Elena was just a, a mutual friend because she was her husband's friend with friends with my brothers. And so anyway, so we. Barely knew. I barely knew either of them. Yeah. They were good friends. And so, uh, so anyway, we're walking into Walmart and I see this lady in an electric cart. Like it wasn't her own wheelchair. It was a Walmart cart. And she had oxygen on her nose and we're going to her nose. And so I see her and I just kind of, and she's with her daughter-in-law, I believe. Later we find out. And so I was like, hey, ma'am, like I see you in this cart. Like we're Christians. Can we pray for you real quick? And she's like, that'd be, that'd be great or something like that. And so we kind of pull off to the side a little bit. And uh, then I tell her like, hey, like, uh, and at this point, I don't know what's wrong with her. 
because I'm thinking, well, Jesus paid for her to be healed regardless of what it is. And so I, I tell her like, hey, do you want to be healed? I ask her that. <laughs> and so she's like, and she's like, yes, I want to be healed. It's like, her oh. shirt said believe. I, and which I did not notice that's, at that point. That's cool. But, uh, but anyway, I asked her, do you want to be healed? And she's like, yes. And so I was like, great. Well, I have good news for you. Jesus paid for you to be healed by his stripes. And he bore, you know, our infirmities and our sicknesses, just like he bore sickness and disease. And he said, when believers lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. Yeah. So they shall recover. And so, and so I was like, all right. Um, what, and at first I checked with her, like, what can't you do? And she's like, well, I have shortness of breath, especially when I walk. I was like, okay. And so, cause that's important to know to be able to check afterwards. And so I was like, and I was like, well, great. My friend, Christine is going to pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> Which I had prayed for people before to be healed, but not in a Walmart checkout line. And uh, it was more usually in like church settings or a place where I like knew the person was a believer um, as far as I can remember. And so this was a stretch for me in that regard at that point in time. And uh, but Thomas had just talked with us too, just about like not overthinking it and just declaring life. Uh, I forget all the details, but just declaring life, making it simple. And so I just commanded like new lungs in Jesus name. And then Thomas was like, you want to check it out? Or like asked her if she, she'd like check it out. And she's like, well, I feel fine, right? Yeah. So, well, first you asked her to check it out. So she, oh. she took a deep breath. And this oh, happened. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw there to take a deep breath, but I think she still had the oxygen in yeah. at that point. So then you think to like, you know, ask her if she was comfortable. No, I didn't ask her if she was comfortable. No, 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 no. You no, just, I just said, went for it. I was like, well, <laughs> she said she felt fine with the oxygen <laughs> Forgive us. This has been a little over two years since this happened, so we're remembering the details. But uh, she says she feels fine. <laughs> no, no, fine. no. I didn't ask if she was going to. <laughs> <laughs> and she said she could breathe fine with the oxygen on. And then I was like, "Great, take off the oxygen and walk, and get and get up and walk, and uh, or get up and check it out." I think. Yeah. And yeah, she's yeah. like, "Okay." So she takes off the oxygen. She gets up and walks a little ways and comes back, and she's like, "Well, I feel fine." I was like, great, walk some more. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so then she walks further this time, comes back, and by the time she gets back, she's crying. Yeah. And because all her shortness of breath is gone. And, amazing. And then we find out that uh, apparently she had just, they had just gotten off the phone, I think with the doctor, talking about a lung transplant that she was about to have the very next day. Yeah. And so it was amazing. Amazing. And so, Praise Jesus for that. Yeah. And so, uh, so anyway, that was the background to this. And yeah. then we get a group text going. This is, uh, yeah, so we get a group text going because another lady we prayed and prayed for and prophesied over, she was crying in a laundry mat or a, no, dry cleaners, I think. Yeah. And so she wanted a selfie with us and then yeah. that goes out. And so now we have a group text going. Yeah. And uh, between the three of us. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, then after that, so that conference was in Dallas and then, um, well, Fort Worth area, <laughs> big difference. So then Elena and I go back to Houston and we we're really involved at, in this ministry called Recess at that time. 
and there was a, we were having a meeting with a large group of women and we had the opportunity to share about the conference in front of these women. And so I knew that was coming up. And so we text in that group text with Thomas about, we, you know, hey, we're going to get to share the testimony tonight. Would you pray that we would share with boldness? And um, Thomas responds back with, you are bold. The righteous are as bold as lions or something like that. Like it was just like. Yeah. So I, I and we could probably find the text if we took yeah, time to do it. But yeah. I basically just quoted Second Corinthians 5.21. Yeah. That he, he who knew no sin became sin for us, Jesus. So we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And so we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And then Proverbs 28.1 says, the righteous are bold as a lion. Yeah. So you are bold as lions. Right. And I know when I read that, like I physically felt my ears were like burning. And I just, it was like I had read it for the first time. It's like, it was like my ears and my heart and my spirit believed that it could be that simple of like, wow, like being bold is not, and I don't know if I had the words for it that I do now, but it's like, whoa, like being bold is not a personality type. It's called being a child of God. It's called knowing you're righteous. Therefore, boldness follows that. And then it's just, and then that night, it really, it, I really do feel as though I shared with boldness just from that simple perspective shift of like, oh, I don't have to try to earn being bold. I just need to believe that I am bold because of Jesus, because of his righteousness in me, and because of what he paid for, for me to be righteous, that now boldness follows. Um, and so it was really impactful for me. And then I know sharing it with Thomas, I'm sure that was neat for you to hear how much it affected me. Yeah. Yeah. So that was amazing. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was amazing here and then that goes into a whole different story of <laughs> continuing uh, our group text. <laughs> yes. And uh, God eventually, you know, confirming to both of us that we're to get married. Yeah. And that's a long story. Maybe we'll get into more in, at another time. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so have we ever told it in 20 or so minutes? <laughs> I mean, I, part I, two, I, part three, part four. I have. I've told it in, in oh, yeah. about 15 seconds, but it really. <laughs> what did you even say okay we'll talk about that later <laughs> yeah anyway uh definitely didn't do it justice but i did do it so anyway good job so well it was kind of a good job because then i realized later gave them the wrong impression about our relationship but anyway because all, all i said basically was yeah like yeah we so we went we went on outreach and empowering love and uh then 10 months later we were married <laughs> Which gives the wrong impression of uh, how smooth it was at first. Yeah, yeah. There was lots of prayer, lots of tears, lots of yeah, lots of things, lots of joy in the end. Yes, yes. There was also Jesus. great things. <laughs> All right, so we're having fun. I hope you are. Yes, we're. Anyway, so I felt you should go into the boldness that you mentioned in the Bible that connected with from last week. Yeah. So last week we talked about Acts 3, amazing yeah. chapter. I mean, we've talked about Acts 3 on several episodes in one way or another, actually, because it's so good. There's so much in there. Then the next chapter is amazing as well. And uh, so Peter and John, you know, they heal this this man. Jesus heals it through them, heals the man through them, and then they get arrested. Good job. Come with us. 
<laughs> and uh, so then they get brought before the uh, the council. And uh, so then in Acts 4, um, 5, it says, And it came to pass on the next day that the, the rulers, elders, and scribes, as well as uh, Annas the high priest, Caiaphas, John, and Alexander, as many as were of the family of the high priest, were gathered together at Jerusalem. When they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have you done this? And then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day are judged for a good deed done to a helpless man, by what means he has been made well, let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, <laughs> whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before you whole. This is, <laughs> he didn't mince any words there. Um, this is the stone which was rejected by the builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And so this is the connection we made last week. He makes it himself. Later, he's connecting just like we're saved by the name of Jesus, faith in that name, which is the same as faith in him. The person is, uh, at, at that time, the, the name of a person and that person were basically the same thing. And so if we have faith in the name of Jesus, then we have faith in him as uh, in, in who he is. And not just not just that he existed, but the wholehearted devotion to him. And so um, and then verse 13, it says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that there were they were uneducated, untrained men, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. Wow. Yeah. We're going to share on that? <laughs> it's just so good. It's so good. And uh, Okay, I guess what I was going to say, if anyone's listening and they're just curious of like, okay, I don't need to be bold. Why do I need to be bold? And it's just like, when you think about it, it's like Jesus paid for it. Jesus, this isn't about us just being bold for boldness sake or whatever or being appearing strong and fearless and all these things like that outside of wanting to glorify Jesus isn't even true boldness because true boldness comes from understanding that you're righteous and so and why are you righteous because you're you've been made right with God because of what Jesus did and so anything outside of that isn't even boldness and so like, but if you're someone that's listening and you're just like, I don't need to be bold. I've like seen bold people and they're this, this, and this. You might have these opinions and it's like, you have to understand what true boldness is. And if you've seen someone be abrasive and very appear fearless, but they've been like rude or something in which you didn't like, and you thought that was boldness. If it doesn't, if it doesn't line up with Jesus and who Jesus is, then that's not, it's not true boldness. And so that's, that's, I just, I guess I felt the need to give perspective on the word boldness and why, um, why to desire to be bold and to share with boldness. Um, I mean, even here, it's like, that's what was impacting people to, uh, to know that they had been with Jesus and to know that Jesus was real and what Jesus, Jesus was Jesus, (laughs) was the Messiah. Yeah. So those are things. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, so it's not boldness in the biblical sense is not the same as being abrasive. It's not the same as being outgoing. I mean, I can tell 
from my own experience of, um, you know, I'm naturally, uh, you know, an introvert, especially in college. I was, you know, I just didn't, didn't, I mean, I just, honestly, I just didn't care much about people. I mean, I was still a relatively nice guy by human standards. I still believed in Jesus, but I wasn't, didn't really know him. And I certainly wasn't being transformed by him. And, uh, and I just, I was selfish, self-centered. And so, um, so I just didn't care much for social interactions and, and, uh, beyond just like normal school and team stuff. And, and so, but then as I start, as I surrendered to Jesus, uh, which, you know, I shared about before and, uh, on these podcasts and, so I surrendered to him and started to grow in knowing him and being with him on a daily basis and and filling myself with the word of God and renewing my mind to the word of God and uh, to who he is and who I am in him, yeah. who he is in, in us. I just And I just naturally started to be, fall in love with Jesus and fall in love with people because if we love Jesus, then we love people. And if we know how much he loves us, then we know how much he loves every other person. And yeah. so... I just naturally, I mean, I'm not saying it like sometimes I have to force myself, but as I, you know, grew in my walk with the Lord, I became more and more outgoing or bold, uh, you know, seemingly outgoing. And I remember telling someone not even long after, you know, I've truly surrendered, maybe half a year afterwards, who I just met through church ministry and outreaches and different things. I told told them like, yeah, like I'm naturally a introvert and they're like really like I wouldn't have been able to guess that about you and um but that boldness or what you know they probably perceived as outgoing or boldness did not come from you know it's not about a personality it's not about whether you're outgoing or not outgoing it's about what Jesus paid for yeah that Jesus paid for every single person to be transformed spirit soul and body and if we love Jesus and we know his love for us, that's where it starts is knowing his love for us. And then we believe that love through being with him, through putting on the truth, like we've talked about before in prayer, then we will naturally reach outside of ourselves, get over ourselves and love him and love people. Yeah. So that's, that's what it's about. It's not about being confident or bold for its own sake, for Jesus' sake. Or for our own sake. And, and that, like, my testimony is that I grew up completely terrified of confrontation. And I'll just tell you, as you grow in Jesus, like, confrontation is a given. Because we live in a world that's there where there's people that are, in, like, enmity. En- enmity. Yes. Against God. <laughs> yes. And to walk with Jesus, a lot of times, I mean... Oh, there's so many scriptures that just lay out the fact that it there we're going to be going against the grain. And it's not that we're trying to purposefully go against the grain. It's just you're following Jesus and there are things that come up that you're like, I have to speak up about this. There is a conviction in me that this does not line up with God's word. And if I don't speak, who will? And so there are times that we will need to just confront things and ideologies that are raising themselves up above the knowledge of Jesus. And that, so like the whole being afraid of confrontation had to die in me. Um, Amen. It had to like, and now it's, it's 
which is very good in marriage because you need to communicate and you need to be able to confront things if you feel a certain way about something. And so super thankful that God was growing me already in that before marriage and then even more so in marriage as well. So, yeah. 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 I mean, Jesus even warned, like, beware if everyone speaks well of you. Mm. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so if we truly desire to live godly, we will suffer persecution. But it's uh, our heart doesn't break for ourselves when that happens. Our yeah. hearts break for the people that are doing it because they don't know Jesus or they don't know the truth. Yeah. And so we can bless them and we can pray for them just like Jesus tells us to. Yeah. And just like, well, once we have his heart and we're being transformed into his image, just like we will want to. Yeah. Uh, more and more as we grow in his love. Yeah, yeah. So it's, he's amazing. Thank right, you, Jesus. Right, and and knowing that we're accepted in the beloved is like that's when you can confront things that don't line up with Jesus when He tells you to, and because you can just rest in like okay, like I don't, and I also give up the like needing to be understood. Like if people don't understand why I feel a certain way about something when it's the real the reason is because of the Bible and because of Jesus, like. We have to just remember that we're accepted by him. We don't need everyone's acceptance. We can pray yeah. for them and pray for them to come to the knowledge of Jesus. Um, and even if it is a Christian that's misunderstanding you, like we, it's okay. Like it's okay to be misunderstood. And um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I that was another thing. Like just growing in that realization. But I would say the biggest thing that helps with that is knowing how truly and dearly accepted we are by Jesus. Yeah. So good. All right. You want to close some prayer? Yeah. Yeah. So we thank you, Jesus, for all that you've done in us. And we speak these testimonies that it's nothing that me or Thomas could have earned, Father, that it's all been by your grace, Jesus. And you're still growing us in this, Father. We're not walking out perfect boldness. We are just, we have to rely on you, Holy Spirit, every single day. And so we speak that same reliance on you, Holy Spirit, to everyone that's listening. And we thank you, Father, that every single ear that's listening is bold as a lion, that they are righteous, Father. Thank you, Jesus, from the most, the person that feels as if they're the most shy or the person that feels that they're the most outgoing, Father. We speak a refining to what each each personality type, Father. We just speak your true boldness and freedom in every single way. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father, for loosing their lips to speak your truth, Father. We bless their mouths to sing your praise, to speak your praise, to speak your words of truth and life. Father, we thank you, Jesus, that everyone that listens only speaks words that line up with your word, Father. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you give them the words to say when they need it, Father. We thank you for your sweet conviction and your amazing comfort, Holy Spirit. If it feels uncomfortable as they speak, that good thing they have you, Holy Spirit. And so we just thank you, Father. We just speak your amazing goodness and your love over everyone listening, Father, that they are righteous (laughs) and loved and accepted by you. In you, Jesus. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you guys. Yes. Be blessed and see or talk to you next time. I yes. guess we don't really anyway. Goodbye. You know, you know, like, bye. <laughs> <laughs>